0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, April 9th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. As the Summit of the Americas gets underway, the agenda is unclear. Cato Institute's Juan Carlos Hidalgo argues that the meeting should be an opportunity to reevaluate the U.S.-led international war on drugs. Instead, he says it may just serve as a way for the Venezuelan government to grandstand.
1: Well, these summits stopped to be important a while ago. You know, at some point there were discussions to create a free trade area of the Americas, which was a a goal shared by basically almost all of the countries in in, in the hemisphere. But that uh, plan was aborted in 2005 when President Hugo Chavez, then President Hugo Chavez of Venezuela, basically rallied against the project and he gathered the support of other uh, left-wing governments in the region like Brazil and Argentina and so on. Since then, uh, these summits are just talking chops. In this particular case, uh, there is a lot of expectation about the approachment, rapprochement between Cuba and, and the United States. Uh, the, the United States is, uh, the Obama administration is gonna take Cuba off the list of states that sponsor terrorism. So there is a lot of expectation of what's gonna be the dynamics, the personal dynamics between uh, President Obama and Raul Castro, the the dictator of Cuba. This is the first time that Cuba is going to attend a Summit of the Americas. So all the attention is around that. And also, uh, the attention is around the increasing tensions between the United States and Venezuela. Let's remember that the Obama administration imposed sanctions on seven individuals, seven officials from the Venezuelan government accused of of, uh, participating in, in abuses, against human rights in that nation, uh, preventing them from owning assets in the United States or visiting the United States. But uh, the the Venezuelan government has seized the opportunity to uh, rally against the United States, present these sanctions as an aggression towards Venezuela. And they have actually gathered some support primarily in South America. So we will expect the president of Venezuela, Nicolás Maduro, to lambast uh, President uh, Obama, maybe with the support of other presidents in the audience. And it's going to be interesting also the th- theatrics behind uh, these interventions and, and what President Obama might do to counteract them. All right. So the free trade area, is that dead? It's totally dead. I mean, there's no single policy objective behind the summit. Of course, there's going to be some uh, declaration, uh, but it's going to be meaningless. Uh, this, is, this is all about theatrics. Uh, it's not about policy substance. I would imagine
0: that if the U.S. chose not to participate in these kinds of events, which if effectively, if, if what you're saying is correct, is providing Venezuela with a platform to denounce the United States of America and not much else. If that's the case,
1: why doesn't the U.S. just walk away? Well, I think that the, the Obama administration is uh, has a few cars under his sleeve, under the sleeve. And, and in this case... I might be wrong with, it, with, with what I'm seeing, but I, I can see three things going on. First of all, I think the Obama administration is doing a wonderful job calling the bluff of Cuba by engaging Cuba. You know, isolation, uh, trying to isolate Cuba has had just the opposite effect. Within Latin America, sanctions on Cuba have actually isolated the United States because it's been a rallying point for the Cuban government to present itself as a victim of U.S. aggression because of the embargo and the travel ban and so on. So by engaging Cuba and telling Cuba, OK, let's have diplomatic ties, let's uh, calling on Congress to lift the, the sanctions, uh, now you can see Cuba reacting very strangely. You know, like they are actually putting up all sorts of excuses not to reestablish diplomatic ties with the United States. Raul Castro gave a speech in January where he said that uh, he set some preconditions to engage the United States. He said, like, Guantanamo has to be devolved to Cuba. Uh, He says that uh, the United States has has to pay economic compensation for 50 years of embargo, that the United States has to end the wet food, dry food uh, policy regarding Cuban E. B. Uh, to to the United States. I mean, he was like kind of like raising the the price tag of, of engaging Cuba. He didn't look like a a, a a leader eager to engage the United States. And I think that the Obama administration is actually calling the bluff of, of Cuba. Yes, let's let's have a, a, a diplomatic ties. Let's let's have a normal relationship. And you can see that Cuba doesn't want that because it totally blows off their their rallying point, you know, the propaganda rallying point of, of presenting themselves as victims of U.S. aggression. On the, second, on the second hand, President Obama is stopping, he's already in Jamaica, he's stopping in Jamaica on his way to Panama. And he's meeting the, the heads of the 15 Caricom nations, the Caribbean community. These nations are totally dependent on Venezuelan oil right now. They, they, they are part of the scheme Petrocaribe, which is that Venezuela gives them subsidized oil and in exchange of this soil, they receive, Venezuela received diplomatic support. We're talking about fifteen votes at the Organization of American States. This is the backbone of Venezuelan support, diplomatic support in that organization, which then allows Venezuela to not face uh, calls for you know like uh, cleaning this act and, and, and so on at that at, in that forum. So President Obama is stopping there he's encouraging these countries to have, to, discuss about, uh, to, to have a discussion about energy, since the Venezuelan economy is imploding, the amount of oil that the Venezuelan shipping to these countries has halved since 2012, which means that these countries need an alternative for their energy need. Over 90% of their energy needs come from oil. President Obama, well, you know that here in the United States, we have like a fracking revolution. Now, the United States is, is loaded with, with energy, with gas and oil and so on. So, the President Obama could fast-track the approval process for exporting gas, for example, to these Caribbean nations. And then undermine, you know, the backbone of diplomatic support that these nations give to to Venezuela. So I think that, that that's a strategic move that I can see President Obama doing and, and it will be very very good for 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 the Caribbean nations and very good for the United States. And thirdly, President Obama is meeting has requested a meeting with the presidents of Costa Rica, Chile and Uruguay. These countries usually come first, rank first when it comes to rule of law democracy standards, transparency, and so on. They are the best-run countries in in Latin America. They happen also to have left-wing governments, right-of-left governments. Uh, President Obama is is requesting a meeting with them. We we don't know yet exactly what they're gonna discuss, but I can see President Obama challenging these countries to be more vocal about what's going on in Venezuela, to have a, a more assertive stand stance regarding human rights violations in Venezuela. I think that will be a very interesting move from the president, because so far, these countries have remained silent about the situation in Venezuela. And it's being only the United States, the only voice, basically, in the continent regarding what's going on in that country. So, President Obama, by encouraging these these countries to take a more assertive stand, I think that that will be good. In terms of uh, legitimate pushback toward
0: the United States. You point out that uh, the Obama administration has done some very uh, positive things uh, that push for a greater engagement uh, among countries of the Americas. But of course, the way he's handled the war on drugs in Latin America has, uh, if, if nothing else, undermined, I think, those efforts a little bit.
1: Indeed. Uh, the Obama administration has botched his, uh, the way he has handled uh, particularly the war on drugs in Mexico. Uh, In the last six years, six to seven years, we have seen reports about how the federal government allow drug gangs in Mexico to have easy access to guns in the United States, about how the federal government gave, uh, say, heaven to drug lords on U.S. soil, but didn't make sure that these guys stop, like, conducting their business in Mexico. We have seen how the DEA has laundered money, billions of dollars, for Mexican cartels, Recently, there were some uh, unreleased uh, un- uh, memos from the State Department that show that uh, the U.S. government kept giving money, kept giving money to uh, police forces in, in Mexico, despite knowing that these police forces had been infiltrated by by uh, drug lords and, and drug gangs. So, it's, it's been terrible the way that, that the Obama administration has handled uh, the, the, the war on drugs in Mexico, in Central America. The the uh, answer of the Obama administration is just giving money to these countries. He, they have announced a, a plan to give $1 billion to Guatemala, Honduras, and, and El Salvador. And that's not gonna do anything, you know? Like, uh, evidence shows that when you give money to countries with poor institutional frameworks, you don't contribute to solving those problems. You actually exacerbate those programs, uh, problems. So, in that, in, that, in that regard, the Obama administration has, has done an awful job uh, on, on Latin America. Juan
0: Carlos Hidalgo is policy analyst on Latin America at Cato's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.